0: Hello and welcome back to Modern Revolutionist. Today we're going to talk about how we move up the ladder into a state of higher perception. And that perception is a perception that is forward looking. Essentially, we're going to talk about how we gain greater foresight, but foresight that is not just looking ahead, but looking from a higher plane and looking ahead at the same time, which is why you need higher perception And then you need foresight. That foresight needs to be an extension of the higher perception. Otherwise, you're going to be missing a lot as you look ahead. And that foresight is not going to serve you as well. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to understand how we get that higher perception. And then we're going to transition into foresight as an extension from that place. So if you go through this process yourself internally, you need to go through it in a sequence in order to do this right. It is sequential. The first thing we want to do to get higher perception is we want to do three things in order to elevate our perception to the highest possible point we can get it. Now, the first time you do this, this will not be your highest possible point. This is something that has to be cultivated over time. But the more you do this with intention, the better you will get at it and you will find that your perception becomes higher and higher and higher over time. This process is beautiful in that way. It works very well over time. So make sure that you cultivate this as a habit. So the first thing that we want to do to have higher perception is get a 360 degree view. So right now you're looking through one small lens, you could say, you're looking straight ahead you have a very narrow view. We all do when we begin to look at something. So with intention, we have to get a wider and wider and wider view until we have essentially done a complete circle around something and gained a 360 degree view. So how do we do that? Well, there's a couple easy ways to facilitate this process. The simplest way to get a 360-degree view is to take something that you're looking at and then begin to look at it from multiple angles, multiple perspectives. What is driving it? What is creating it? Who is involved? What are their perspectives? What has happened over time with the thing that you are looking at? What are some of the other ways that this thing you are looking at is struggling, is evolving, is challenged, is stagnant, basically understand the complexity within it, understand the problems that are inherent in what you are looking at, understand other people's perspectives, and start to look at something outside of your perspective. And what I mean by that is that if you are looking at something, you were looking at it through your lens, through your role. So this is really easy to understand if I use this as an example at work, because we all have a role that we do at work, and that role gives us one lens. So if you're looking at something that can impact company-wide, but you're in marketing, you have a marketing lens. What you need to do is start to look at something from other perspectives, not just the business perspective, but also maybe the customer perspective, the audience perspective, from the marketing perspective, from the legal perspective, from the financial team perspective. The more perspectives you can get, the greater understanding you have of what it is you're looking at. So this is just one example. You can also look at how whatever this thing is that you're looking at is impacting the company overall, specific teams, the customers, the long-term vision of the company, the bottom line of the company, the big campaigns or larger goals that the company is trying to achieve. You can start to get a greater picture instead of just looking at it from your perspective, your lens. That's one example. You can apply this to your home life, to anything that you do in your personal life. Getting a higher perspective, a higher view, requires you to step outside of your role or your zone and your perspective and start accumulating more perspectives. You have to step into other people's shoes, and you have to step into many people's shoes in order to create 360 degrees. You also have to look at things from different heights. So you have to start up with what is the meta view Again, if we use a company example, what is the view that the executives would hold? What is the view that the people kind of in the teams would hold? What is the middle management view? You can basically see kind of three different views right there by just dividing the company up from the highest, the lowest, and in the middle. It's very easy to do. There's so many ways to attack this to get a 360 degree view, but this gives you one small example so that you can see what I mean and get a feel for it. So number one, to get the higher perspective is to gain a 360 degree view. The second way you get a higher perspective is once you have that 360 degree view, you take it and then you go back to what it is that you are trying to perceive, to understand, to accomplish, whatever it is, whatever the goal is, and then you put it into context. So what is context? Context is what gives something the accurate meaning. It is the surrounding circumstances that something lives within. It is the context that gives something the true meaning that helps us understand it. We need to put everything into context to truly understand it. So if you were tackling a problem, let's say at work, and you have that 360 degree view, now you understand something and now you have to go back and put it into context. What is the context? Well, it could be many different things. An example is that the context could be you are trying to create something or maybe solve something as part of a larger initiative. What is that initiative? Why does that initiative matter? Why does it matter right now? What are the implications for completing that initiative? And what are the implications for not? How important is it really is what you're trying to understand? Who is affected by it? What are the surrounding things around it that help us understand what is meaningful about it? Context matters. Once you have context, you move on to number three. To get higher perspective, you need to connect more dots. So you have a 360 degree view. You have put something into context and now you need to connect any dots that need to be connected. What matters? Why does it matter? Get a feel for everything that matters and the why, and then take the ones that are most important and most pertinent and most relevant to whatever it is you want to accomplish. And that will give you the dots that are the most important and the connections between them. Now you have enough information that you can hold a higher perception. So where do we go from there? Now we want foresight. So from this meta vantage point of higher perception that we have just reached, that we have just attained through all of that previous work, we need to look forward. Before we can look forward, we need to look back historically and see if there's anything through that historical lens that should inform how we look moving forward or how we move moving forward. Meaning, before we take any actions, what do we need to know? We basically need to learn from the past. We need to know if we have tried certain things before, how they went, things along those lines. We need to understand whatever the patterns are over time. Maybe it's behavior patterns. Maybe it's work trend patterns. Whatever it is, you need to understand it so you have the correct historical knowledge to inform the way you move forward. And then you 180 and you look ahead. How far ahead do you look? That depends. And this is a really important question. You need to think through what it is you're trying to accomplish and the implications, and how far ahead makes sense to look. Sometimes it's three to six months. Sometimes it's three to six years. Sometimes it's 30 years. It's very difficult to tell how far out you should look, but you will get a feel for it once you have enough information. If you really hold it within yourself and you think, how far out do we need to go and is reasonable to go? Meaning, how far out can we go? because there are limits to how far out you can actually look. And so you need to have a reasonable understanding of how far you can actually go. Otherwise, it's just a complete stretch, and then it's just a complete guess. And we're not here for guessing. We're here for trying to gain foresight so that we can be forward-looking from a well-informed place. That's what we want. We want to be forward-looking from a well-informed place. So that way, we can be very grounded in now moments. We can be very present in the work that we do and know where we are going. We have good direction. So once you decide how far out you go to get foresight, there's two things that I always do. And these two things actually go in parallel. So in the beginning, the first three things we did to get higher perception are sequential. These two things actually go in parallel. So the first one that I always do is I look at where I am and then I look out to where I want to be that far ahead and what it is that I need to accomplish by then or what I need to change by then or what needs to happen by then. What does the landscape look like? How are people operating in that future? How am I operating in that future? what changes in the dynamics of the environments in the dynamics of the systems so we talked last time about change visions and the process i shared with you then is very handy now so if you didn't listen to that episode i encourage you to do so so once you have a good idea of what that future state looks like fill it in with color with detail so that you really think through it well and you know that it is the correct future The second thing you need to do is you need to look at the pathways that are currently in motion. What is trending? What are the patterns? Where's the current direction taking you? You need to roll that ball forward ahead to see what that future looks like. A lot of times people always set these strategies and plans or goals and they're forward looking and they think we're going to do this, this, and that. And really, it's not a reasonable expectation to accomplish that because if you look at your actions right here in this now moment and the pattern of actions that have been in motion, if you play this forward out far enough, you will see that you are not on track to achieve that. You may not even be on track to make very much change at all or you may be on track to go in a completely different direction. This is one of the funny things about change is that people have a vision and then they move along and they invest in all these investments And then about halfway through their time frame, they realize they're not on target to hit very much at all, if anything. And then they start to panic and wonder what the heck's going on. It's because they are not drawing the correct lines between today and that future. And they do not understand the outcomes that they are creating at this time. So what you really need to do is know what you need to do in order to achieve what you need to achieve, and then also what you're doing now and what that is going to achieve. And you need to be honest with yourself. And then you will see there is a gap. There is a gap between the future that you are currently creating and the future that you want to create. And then that gap needs to be closed. You need to make all the changes in order to align to that other outcome, that other state, that other timeline. Think of these like timelines. Everything is a timeline. You have where you are, where you want to be, or where you're going to be based on all of the things that are currently in motion. And if nothing changes, those things currently in motion, if they stay in place, you will reach a certain outcome, and that outcome might not be what you want to reach. That is one of the most challenging things, and so run timelines. These are potentials. You can get the greatest foresight by running these two parallel efforts and seeing where you end up and then making sure you align to the highest timeline that you want to hit. That is how you have great foresight. It sounds a little bit simple, and it also sounds very hard to do, and it is both. It is hard to do, but it's something that's relatively simple, and once you get the hang of it, you can get better at it. This exercise is a simple exercise to get you started. To actually do this for something that's much more complex, of course, the strategy and approach becomes more complex, but the idea is I want people to be able to have greater foresight from a higher perception place, and if you can develop that skill, it will serve you well in your personal and professional life. So this is a very basic strategy, but it will give you a way to do this and cultivate this ability within yourself. Everybody in the world is well served from having higher perception and greater foresight. When you put those together, you have a much greater chance of creating a future that you want to create. You are in a more empowered place. And the more I can empower anyone to be in a more empowered place, I have done my job well. Thank you so much for listening.